This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Education Matters. I'm your host, Katie Olmstead, part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association, which represents 120,000 K-12 teachers, education support professionals, and higher ed faculty members in the state. Each one of our members has a story to tell, how they ended up in their classrooms and lecture halls, what they do to reach and teach Ohio's kids, the so what's, that impact they have on their students day in and day out. And many of them have very powerful whys, why they do what they do as educators and union members and leaders. For Kenton Education Association co-president Tim Davis, the why story is worth hearing. For one thing, it revolves around some high-profile arrests. We asked him to share it. Tim Davis, thank you so much for joining us today. I've been told you have one heck of a why story. What is it? Well, this goes back to 1980-81, and I was in sixth grade uh, at Ravenna, uh, in Ravenna, Ohio, Ravenna City Schools, and uh, they were in the midst of a teacher strike. And uh, I didn't know it at the time, of course, but it was the nation's longest teacher strike um, at 85 school days. And um, I grew up in a union household and um, my dad was uh, AFL-CIO and my mom was uh, a librarian in Western New York and she belonged to a union. They were very uni- strong union folks and we did not cross picket lines. And uh, so we got tutoring from our regular classroom teachers and you know, we saw them picket. We saw them try to motivate, you know, the, the, the uh, city to, to support them. And it, it was just a long, drawn-out process. Uh, there were fist fights at board meetings. There were um, recriminations by the school district. They kept the schools open, of course. And uh, a buddy of mine uh, in my class didn't have this family situation that I did, had to go to school. And in the 85 school days that the strike was happening, he had 76 or 77 different subs, uh, not conducive at all to, to learning, of course. And then in March, I believe it was March of 81, um, again, this was probably near, near the end of the strike, and a federal judge had told uh, the teachers they couldn't, they couldn't pick it at the Porch County Courthouse. And, of course, they, they had been picketing for a long time, both at the schools and at the courthouse, which was only you know, like two blocks from the high school. And I watched as police arrested many of my teachers that I knew, uh, my elementary teachers, and I watched them uh, get put on Kent State campus bus and taken to jail. Um, and that, that stuck with me my entire life. Um, like I said, I grew up in a union household to begin with, but that, that is a moment that's seared in my memory. And when I got my first job right out of college, there was not even a thought, would I join the union? I absolutely joined the union and that, that's, that feeling has stuck with me ever since that we, we can't let teachers uh, suffer the recriminations of, of anybody. And uh, so I've been a strong union supporter and I've held union uh, offices at all three schools I've taught at. And that, that situation, uh, that, that's a memory that'll never go away. It strikes me. There are two types of people in this world. When there's a fire, there are the people that run towards the fire and there are the people that run away from the fire. If seeing your teachers arrested made you go, hey, I want to be a union leader, you're a run towards the fire kind of person. 
How important is it that we have people like you taking the leadership roles in their locals? Oh, it, it's, it's just, it's paramount of importance. It's just, it, it's incredibly important in, in so many ways. Um, I don't, I don't consider myself, uh, you know, a, a special person in terms of leadership um, in general. Um, I know I have that background and that, that memory that, that drives me. Um, and I've been through battles at all three different locals that I've been at. Um, some that turned out well and some that didn't turn out as well, but nothing, of course, along the lines of the strike uh, that I went through as a sixth grader. But uh, it, it's important to stand up for what you believe in. And it's important to to help your, your fellow teachers. That's really why I did it. I, I saw what happened to them and I knew I was going into um, I probably knew since about third grade. I wanted to teach music. Um, my my band program at my school was phenomenal. And my band director, uh, rest his soul, was was, was great. And, uh, I knew from a young age, I wanted to, to do it. And, um, so that motivated me to become a teacher and the, 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 the strike and the, and the moments around that, um, of course, spurred me to, to take on the union leadership once I was in a position to, um, but it's so important for everyone to, to, to do what they can, whether it is just holding a, you know, a building rep position or, um, just being on a crisis committee or just just helping behind the scenes. It's just so important to to kind of build that build that team, build that effort to to protect each other and to have your, you know, the, the little catchphrase, have your have your brother's back. Right. Your sister's back. Uh, that's just so important, no matter what role you play in your local. In your roles in your locals over the years, have you seen a shift in the culture? Uh, I think we're seeing it right now where this is a very pro labor time in our lives. Have you seen the good days and the bad days? Yes and no. I mean, I, I've seen some consistency there because of, and, and you know, the strike was, was part of it because Ravenna city schools had not, Ravenna education association had not had a master contract before that had never had one in their existence. And that was right about the time when, when the, the push was coming through for collective bargaining of, of public employees. And of course, governor Rhodes had, had been, trying to stop that all along and uh, do in, in, in small part to the strike, but in, in, in large part to all of the efforts of all of the uh, teachers unions in the state and other unions, to be honest, um, they, they really, they really got that through. Um, so I, I've taught my entire career under um, collective bargaining law. And so in that sense, it's been steady, but um it's been up and down in terms of which local board you're dealing with. Are you dealing with a board that has got some folks on it that have an agenda of their own and they want to quash building efforts or they want to quash levies because they're pro-business and they have buddies that want them to do that. And so there's been some up and down there. Um, and there's been some up and down between, you know, between what superintendent you're working with and, and uh, those sorts of things. So, so yeah, I guess in, 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 in making a long answer short, it's, it's been up and down. But what about your membership? Have you seen up and down in terms of uh, the members really appreciating the value of belonging? In, in my three schools, it's been it's been steady. Um, uh, the first two schools I was at, uh, one was in Hancock County and one was in Putnam County, and they steady. You know, the the, the folks were uh, almost everyone joined the, the uh, union, and there wasn't really any question. Um, they they all worked together and. You know, for the most part, other than one one bargaining session or one bargaining year, 
Pandora Gilboa, um, that we had some tough times uh, and got it, got it done in the end. But um, the other, you know, in Arlington local in Hancock County, um, that was pretty, um, they were pretty together and it was pretty, pretty peaceful. Um, negotiations were not, not too strained. Um, at Kenton, it was a little different because we were a closed shop. And so we had fair share and when fair share went away, we were worried like the whole state was, uh, OEA's entire state, you know, we were all worried about how many members are we going to lose? And um, I've been pleased to say that we, we still, we still have a, a strong membership, strong number of folks. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the percentage is. I should probably know that as co-president, but <laughs> if you ask my secretary they, uh, and treasurer, they could tell me right away, but it's been pretty steady even after Janice um, at our local as well at Kenton. So, um, but at all three locals I've taught at um, the people, it, you know, when, it, when it's been time to to organize and get together and, and push for something, they've done that. And when it's been time to just kind of go about doing their jobs, quote, labor peace, um, they've done that too. So it's been, it's been pretty good. Do you think your experience is typical for a lot of locals in Ohio? I'll, I'll say in my short time with OEA, I have seen a, a pretty wide variety of attitudes from members and different locals. Uh, you got to be willing to fight if you want the very best contract. And, and sometimes you have educators who, who are afraid um, and who don't really have that in them. Uh, from my own experience, I was in a um, SAG-AFTRA union when I was a reporter for a long time and nobody was willing to fight for anything and we gave away everything. So by the time I was a, a member, the, the contract wasn't worth the paper it was written on. What are you seeing as the general attitude across the state with edu- educators? Um, it's, it's, you know, like you said earlier, you know, it's, it's, there's some variety around the state. There's some, some places where it's, it's, uh, it's solid, um, both in terms of the, the uh, union side where they're, they're together and motivated and organized. And there's, you know, there's also on the other side where there are some folks that are, that are dead set against letting the unions to, you know, be able to bargain successfully. So, um, so it is a mix, but I, I think overall, if, if you look at it in a large, in an in a overall sense, I think, I think the, uh, the mood, the, the uh, attitude in Ohio is more, more strong uh, education union than it has been. Um, and I know, you know, fighting the Janus fight and fighting the, the Senate Bill 5 fight and, you know, fighting uh, more recently, you know, for some of the other things this summer, um, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because yeah, you don't want that friction. You don't want the, you want, don't want the, uh, the drama and things, but yet at the same time, you need to have, you need to have things that your, your members can get organized behind and get, get committed to. And so those things have served in, in a, in a way, uh, a silver lining to it is they have served the purpose of really galvanizing teachers together in, in many parts of the state. What would you tell a potential member or maybe a member somewhere who is not that invested in their local about why they need to be engaged? I would tell them, you know, talk to your, talk to your fellow, your colleagues in your local, talk to colleagues, maybe in your county or your labor service council um, and just, you know, network and, you know, hear other people's stories, um, find out why they are motivated or find out why they are involved. Um, I know sometimes fear is a factor, like you said earlier in, in the conversation. Sometimes it's, 
oh, we're going to suffer retribution for this, or I'm going to be treated differently because I'm vocal. Um, and those things do happen. I mean, let's, let's be honest, they do. But um, I would just encourage that member to, to, to understand their safety in numbers and their safety in having each other's back, so to speak. And, you know, the old saying, it's, you know, a high tide rises, you know, raises all ships. And so, you know, you're going you're gonna to rise together and sink together when you have battles and you just got to stay together. I mean, the, the word union is right there, you know, working, working towards one goal, working with one purpose in mind, and that is to, to better the education of our, of our kids in our schools or our colleges, as the case may be, and uh, stay as active as you're comfortable with. And maybe at some point when they're a little bit more active, maybe help them push that envelope a little bit out of their comfort zone. Um, if I hadn't had a couple of folks that really encouraged me to seek leadership role at my first school, um, I would have obviously always been active, but um, I had a, a mentor that was stepping down from the presidency at my first local, and he encouraged me to, to step out of my comfort zone a little bit because I was just nose to the grind, you know, nose to the grindstone and working the band at, at Arlington. And uh, he, he recommended I step up and, and do it. And I did. And I'm so glad I did. I'm also glad you brought up the, the purpose. What we're all working for is to improve public education for our students. I know there's a misconception that the only thing the union does is, is negotiate your contract, but I know you guys were out in force working to get the levy passed. What can you tell me about that fight? Yeah, we, we, uh, we had a bond issue up in, uh, in November um, and for a, a new uh, 7 through 12 building. Um, we had uh, an elementary, a K, K through six or pre-K through six elementary opened in 2014, I believe it was. Um, but the, uh, the middle school and the high school were uh, aging. Um, the middle school, especially, I think it was built in about 1932 or 33. Um, so um, a lot of, you know, we, a lot of the high school, middle school teachers, of course, recognized the fact that students were not getting the, the kind of education that they could, you know, the lack of, lack of, um, the best technologies and lack of state of the art, this and that. And, and just, just seeing the physical, the physical uh, atmosphere in the schools in the middle school and high school, when, when it was extremely hot outside, I mean, the temperatures in the classroom were 85, 87 degrees in the classroom. And uh, it was, it was tough. And so they, they kind of came out of the woodwork to help with that too. But uh, by and large, our community and especially our, our parents and um, even just community members that are not parents anymore that had their kids go through, they, they recognized the need, they recognized uh, the quality of what the elementary has now. And uh, they really got behind it to, to get that levy or that, that uh, bond issue across the finish line. And uh, pleased to say it passed strongly, it was 58 to 41 on, on the percentage. So we were very excited about that. And as somebody who has union blood in their veins, what was it like for you to see your local members working together to achieve that goal? As far as watching, watching my members, um, there are some members that, that don't want to get involved. And they just kind of, you know, do their job and just kind of stay, stay in the background. And that's, you know, that's fine. That's, it's gotta be someone's comfort zone, I guess. And they gotta be willing to do it. But uh, it was nice to see a, a, a small group of, of members get, get behind the effort you know, working, you know, canvassing neighborhoods, um, manning a booth at the county fair for five or six days um, and getting on phone banks. Um, OEA uh, came with so many resources for us. Uh, Zach Roberts did a fantastic job. Uh, April Braun did a fantastic job uh, and they were all there to help and, uh, 
get us going. And, and then we, we hit the, hit the ground with the boots on the ground. And uh, it was exciting to see both from a perspective of, of a fellow member, but also from uh, watching the community get behind it. Now, we had talked about your why story in why you wanted to be involved. We, we talked about why you wanted to be an educator. Let's talk about your why now. Why are you still taking these leadership positions and, and what are you getting out of it? Um, that's a good question. Um, because I know, you, you know, you get the scars, you know, the, the psychological, emotional scars of, of the battles you've been through. But I also think that brings, that brings a, a perspective of having learned, learned, you know, baptism by fire or having been through the battles and, Hey, I'm not going to make that mistake twice or this piece over here, this went well. So I'm going to try it again. Um, so I, I've been through the battles and I think I have, uh, some, some wisdom as to what needs to happen going forward. Um, as far as why I continue to do it, um, like I said, it goes back to my original why, which is, which is seared in my memory, but it also goes to what I can do for my fellow educators. You know, um, I see the younger folks come through and I, I know that uh, many of them want to make a career as well. And they want to have the successes and the, and the group efforts that, that I've been able to have. And I, I want to pay it forward to the, to the next generation and help them, you know, not only retain what we've been able to build at our, at our, our collectively as OEA, but also to, to build, <laughs> going to steal a phrase here, build back better, right. Um, to, to improve their, their, uh, their lot going forward. And obviously the end game is to improve the, the lives of the students that we teach going forward as well. Tim Davis, thank you so much for sharing your perspective. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was enjoyable. Do you have a story or perspective you'd like to share on Education Matters? Email me at educationmatters at ohea.org. You can also connect with us on social media. We're at OhioEA on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. New Education Matters episodes drop every Thursday, so make sure you follow or subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. Until next time, stay well.